somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! The one hope. The only hope. The exorcist. What an excellent day for a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Fine Movies, Fine Spirits, where today we're talking about the 1973 William Friedkin horror thriller, The Exorcist, written by William Peter Blatty, based on his novel, and as I said, directed by William Friedkin, and uh, starring Ellen Burstyn, Max von Sydow, Linda Blair, Jason Miller, and Lee J. Cobb. Now, folks, as usual, I am, uh, I'm not here alone uh, for tonight's show. I'm going against my best judgment, as I have been told that especially important is the warning to avoid conversations with this co-host. I may ask what is relevant, but anything beyond that is dangerous. He is a liar. The man is a liar. He will lie to confuse us. He will also mix lies with the truth to attack us. The attack is psychological and powerful, but this is a podcast, so do listen to him. Remember that. Do listen as the power of Chris compels us. Mr. Christopher Mars, good day to you, sir. How are you, and what are you drinking? Doing well, Michael. I'm drinking a, uh, let's see the name of it. It's a new IPA. It's called Your Mother Sucks Cocks in Hell, the, the brewer. <laughs> Oh no, that's not the, the name. family-run business. The uh, it's it's from fittingly heretic brewer. Very, it's uh, amnesia juice. Very very nice. Next up is a fella who uh, once shared this delightful film with his daughter, his <laughs> nine-year-old daughter. Now he may say that she was thirteen at the time, but that is a lie. I know that is not true. I was there. A man who probably at one point in his childhood peed on his family carpet. That's right. I'm talking about the man who gets all the girls' heads spinning, Mr. David Corsetto. How great thou art, David. How great thou art. Mikey, I just fucking hit and killed the deer. How great could I be? That feels like 
fits with this movie for some strange reason. Like and- an idea right before this fucking podcast and kill the poor thing. So I'm not doing well tonight, guys. Not doing too well. More importantly, nine? Nine. She was yeah. nine. What is wrong with you? I, I'm a terrible parent. I'm against my better judgment. Listen, Did my you daughter, watch the movie recently, like listen, previously? Listen, listen, my daughter was also the one that watched Jaws at a very young age, and my daughter didn't care. She actually enjoyed it. So I, I love my daughter. I trust my daughter's. She turned out amazingly. She amazingly she turned out great. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. um, you're comparing Jaws to. Well, we'll get to some of these scenes. <laughs> like I don't remember. You know, the, the, like like I just said that you know your mother sucks cocks in hell. You you know something like <laughs> there was no there was none of that in Jaws. Mrs. Brody wasn't staying that. No, no, she didn't. It, uh, excuse me, I'm gonna have to send the kids in the other room to the other room for this pod. <laughs> Grace. Well, how old is how old is Grace right now? Grace is ten. She's about to be eleven, and I've never I never even considered. <laughs> I'm the worst parent in the world. Ex- the I, I thought I was. You know, I, they watch a lot of movies, but this is over the top. From what Especially, I remember, she she took it in stride that night, but I think she was putting on a brave face for us, and I believe it was. Kid. Yeah, like kid. going home and going to sleep was the uh, when things kind of went downhill, if I remember correctly. Possibly. Now, David, uh, what are you drinking tonight? I didn't. I didn't ask. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, it's, uh, I'm calling it Shit's Creek tonight. It's really Knob's Creek, but it's Shit's Creek for me because again, that poor deer that I just killed. Sure. I feel like I'm in Shit's Creek right now. So here's so, to the deer. Here's that poor deer toast. Poor deer. I, I'm excited. Because uh, for the first time in, in quite a while, I feel like I finally am living up to the second half of our of our podcast nice. title. Let's hear it. What do you got? As this evening, I am cracking open and trying for the first time and have a little bit of demon seed whiskey. Wow. Demon seed is, whiskey? Demon seed whiskey. Scorpion pepper, ginger, and maple syrup flavored whiskey. I don't drink. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to pour a little in a glass. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's going to love it. And here goes. Is that is that enough? I don't know. I'm going to just. Yeah, it's going to be so smooth. I'm going to just Sounds go smooth. for it. Here goes. Oh wow! Oh, oh, that's why it's called scorpion pepper. Oh, yeah. Get a thing to it. Was that your wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's actually really so good. So clean up the language. It is. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Okay, get out. <laughs> You're in the mid. Dave's in the middle. I'm sorry. This is. This <sighs> might get a little, uh, a little blue, as they say in the business, right, Mikey? My mouth is yeah. burning. It he's, doesn't he's matter, guys. I can always hear what you're talking about. I don't know what this means. Yeah, but it's this, this, uh, this is going to be a little over the top. It says 66.7 proof. What does that mean? That means that's nothing. That's really low. Oh, Mikey, 33. 66, I don't a, know. That's, a, that's, a, that's a, like a virgin whiskey. Yeah, you can drink the whole bottle. You'll be fine. Oh, good. Good. My mouth is burning, though. I figured it would be much smoother, Mikey. It, no, but in the, I think it's the scorpion <laughs> pepper. I, I thought it was, I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, I'm going to pour a little more because I'm here. I mean, and Absolutely. I'm wearing a shirt with the devil on it. I am completely <laughs> ready 
Bring on Pazuzu. Bring on Pazuzu, who, if I'm correct, was was never named in this film. Never. Uh, I right. I, I don't, don't believe so. Think he was. Um, just to give some stats on the movie, it was nominated for ten Oscars. It Get did out win. Of here. Yes, it was nominated. It was for, a phenomenon too. Yes, it won only Oscar. two. Two. Box office. Yep, it won. Did it win best, sound editing by any chance? It won best sound. It was unbelievable. Best ad, uh, adapted screenplay. And just to run through uh, the other nominations, it was nominated for best film editing, lost to the Sting. Best set decoration, lost to the Sting. Best cinematography, lost to something called Cries and Whispers. Best director, lost to the Sting. Best actress, Linda Blair was nominated. She lost to another kid, Tatum O'Neill. Uh, best supporting Tatum actor, Jason Miller. Lost to John Houseman from The Paper Chase. And um, Best Lead Actress, Ellen Burstyn. She was nominated. Lost to Glenda Jackson, A Touch of Class. And it was nominated for Best Picture. Lost to The Sting. So it was was, a... Guys, do we get to fucking do The Sting? I know, right? (laughs) It's scored... You have to do Butch Cassidy. Speaking of of Newman and Red. Yeah, it is not on the AFI 100 list, but it scored an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a score of 81 on, on Metacritic. I was looking up some old reviews today and seeing, you know, like time giving it like negative reviews, just like, oh, it's so really? garish. And yeah. But for the most part, I mean, it is it is considered a a fairly I wouldn't it's not a modern classic, it's almost 50 years old. It I is just, a classic. I did ask some of my teenage kids if this movie feels like is scary. And um, I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say they didn't think it was that scary. What do they think is scary? That's what I'm saying. I think they're maybe this generation of children have seen so much. But when I was a kid, this movie fucking scared the shit out of me. Right. Well, Emily saw it when she was nine. So (laughs) she's 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 got like a um, callus to it now. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she doesn't think it's scary now. Pretty fucking scary. It's yeah, I don't scary. remember. To me, it's still scary. Yes. And, if so, anyone can see, and no one can see the picture that's in Mikey's background right now, but that is a classic picture. It is. It is. It's we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that when we go through the plot. It, it is. is a classic picture. I of added a little Photoshop fun. So, I, and I don't remember. I, I saw this parts of this when I was a teenager. I don't. I don't remember when I first saw the whole thing. So I find now I hadn't seen it in a while. Dave always raves about it. It's almost it's a it's a horror movie, obviously, but it's a movie you can watch anytime, right? Yeah. It's not like something you like Halloween you would watch in October only. But it's just a great movie, right? It's, it's a, just great a great movie, movie. and I forgot how long it takes. I mean, really, the stuff that's the the movie's most famous for is the last twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it, down the stretch. It really, yeah. you know, a lot of the seventies. It has a seventies feel where they're really, you know, it takes a long time to like kid, like kids to people today wouldn't respond because it really, it, you know, they want boom, 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 something going on all the time. It's it. There's the first ten minute scene or however long that is, and it's just like a slow build. And some great uh, you know, character. Going on. Yeah. Great character actor acting. I don't know if that makes sense. Like just that, like yeah. even Lee J. Cobb. I, I forgot the character. I forgot there was the whole police investigation. Oh, from 12 Angry Men. Yeah. I, I kind of, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that part of it. 
But Jason Miller was, I guess he was a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize winning playwright. He was, you know. This was his first like, movie, right? I think. Something. And they, yeah, they, they, um, Friedkin cast him in this. And he was great. Oh, yeah. Everybody was great. Yes. Really. Even the, like the, um, I was reading the other priest, his friend is, was a real priest and he oh, was the really? tech, the technical advisor to the movie. So, yeah. So there's a big, you know, obviously I guess there was, you know, Catholic church came out against it just because of some of the over top, over the top things. You think? Like religious. But, <laughs> yeah. That was the movie. Like you, you, but the, you read about like people fainting in the theater, people leave yes. running out of the theater. Oh, people were going nuts. This right. was so popular. But, you know, from a standpoint of the Catholic Church, that, that's the hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is the, the whole the whole um, theme of the movie. You know, science, you know, not helping this girl. This is the Catholic religion is, is basically... Yeah, they don't basically. actually do anything like that's like looking bad on the church. It's pretty right. fairly positive. Yeah, you, we'll get into uh, you know great great name, great character name, Damien Karras. He's like you know a fallible, you know has his has his faults and just his character arc is pretty great. Great. So there's a you know like I said, great sound. Obviously won the Oscar. I guess it was you know some people thought it should have been rated X. I could see. That. I mean, at that time. You know, I was, so I, was, I was surprised it wasn't for that time. Yeah, it was as we're getting it, stuff is really over the top. <laughs> um, a little bit. Pazuzu's comments. Now, did Boy, you watch? I watched yeah. the theatrical version. I rented. So the I didn't even version. remember. I watched it. I guess it was the director's cut. There's a few different things. Um, I watched the director's cut. But can I point this out, though, guys? Can I point this out? Yeah, we are we are doing a podcast on the opposite in every way of our first podcast. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, this is you know it's like eh, life, you know. Oh, like you said, Pazuzu's pedals to Zuzu's yeah. pedals to Pazuzu's pedals. There you go. <laughs> good, good bookends. Are you, yep. you are you eating a full meal? Oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> he is. He's still hopped up. I'm nervous, the deer. I'm, I'm nervous eating about this deer that I killed tonight. Yeah. I, I ended a life tonight. He's guy. eating. He's eating venison right now. <laughs> he's gonna be shaking all night about that deer, and I'm gonna be shaking all night about Dave showing his nine-year-old daughter. I won't keep mentioning. No, but I'm <laughs> smooth and cool with my dink seed whiskey. We better get moving before Mikey passes out. Oh, yeah. So, well, so one thing, you know, I I'll point out as we go through the plot, but. There's a lot of symbolism of you notice uh, Father Karras going up and down stairs, and the way they show it. When I was reading about that, yeah, when, when he walks up the stairs again, the you know near the near the last scene. Good stuff. Great, great camera work by Freakin. So very well directed. So should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. So in the director's cut, it it shows outside the their house, right? See that I, I was gonna watch it on AMC.com. Too many yep. commercials. I thought it was gonna be edited, but the first thing I saw was the house. Then I went and rented it, and it was not the house. Yeah, it was, that's. It was I the, mean, 
doesn't really make sense, right? Yeah. It was right in Iraq. That's and, exactly, yep. Right, and there's the 10 minute scene or whatever it is for, with Dr. Doctor Father uh, Merrin. And I was reading that that was a Take real archeological dig. Yes. And they, and I read they had to use a British crew because the United States didn't have any connection with Iraq as far as the oh, really? diplomacy, yeah. I didn't know that. So that was like a kind of a long scene, right? It's just Dr. Mm -hmm. Father uh, Merrin at an archeological site runs over they find they find some small pieces and then they find the small artifact which is the statue of pazuzu but he also found this metal he says how did this get in here what is this doing here and is that the metal at the end that he has around his neck like what was the significance of that metal well that was karis's metal right right was it some but kind yeah. of like there's Weird. a lot of there's a few un unanswered questions but yeah i like that i, I have an, another big one which is strange about karis's mother but um so he gets that why and does then... she have a tv <laughs> does she have a tv yeah no she was listening to the radio she had the best room so nice neighborhood <laughs> yeah so he has a little spell and takes his heart pills whatever he's all shaken up and um He's looking at the artifact and the guy's like evil. The guy says evil versus evil or you know, it's translated. Uh, he has to leave. There's something I must do. They all kneel before him when he's leaving. And this is great when you see in the big statue of Pazuzu. So yes. it's like good, is, good versus evil. And it's real right. like if you look up like Pazuzu, that's the actual statue. Like that's all yeah, demon of ancient stuff. origin. Yeah. Exactly. Love that. Pretty great. So so Karis, uh, sorry, Marin, Father Marin, right? Marin. Marin, right. He um, he actually was involved in exorcist beforehand too, right? Previous yes. to this? Like yes. Well, that's why he's not his first rodeo. That's why he doesn't get flustered. What, what are you eating? Yeah. I, I, what was that? A bruschetta? A pizza? <laughs> no. No. He wants to sound casual. He's like Costanza yeah. eating. <laughs> his cheeks are full. So, oh, and I like how they, they show the dogs fighting and it's like super loud. It's, it's like just unsettling it's like things going on. People settling and things are is evil, right? Weird now. locals. Like he almost gets the, run the, over the, by the, the guy. The guy with like the one white eye versus, yeah. you know, yes. Like, it was, it was, it's like a creep show. Right. Yeah. So then we go to Georgetown, close up of the building. I, I have very 70s looking. But hold on, Chris. Hold on real quick. So yep. what was he? What did he have to leave to do? I don't get that. I didn't get that part. I don't think they ever even say. You know, do this... like, do you have to go face that that Pazuzu statue? Yeah. Was that statue there, or was he seeing, visioning it, vision visually? I think he was there. Although, I well, it flashes several times as we as we see, or a few times at least, right? In the famous scene, especially. You see yes. It. But that shot I showed you guys of, that I just noticed. Of, Shows Chris, then you know, walking through the house and it yeah. flashes. For some reason, and I don't know if that's in my version, that little flash. Uh, but for some reason, I thought there was a direct connection between what happens at the beginning to what happens to Reagan. But I don't well, know. There isn't a clear answer. You know, yeah. you know, it's like that's one of the questions: is why is this girl, you know, why is this innocent girl possessed? Why does Pazuzu 
how does he get there? Is it Mr. Howdy? Well, that's, so that's coming up. So uh, Chris is an actress. Uh, she, she hears, oh, she, she hears noises. And so it's already there, you know, yeah, she is something right when they get there. She's Reagan in bed. She's like such a sweet little girl. I like, they, I like, they, they play it off. Like they definitely make her like such a likable, likable kid. Yep. She, she goes down to see Carl is that his name and tells him there's rats. He's like, I don't think there's rats. No rats, and no rats. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, yeah, just get rid of them. So she's a, she's an actress. They show her on, on what looks like an awful movie about protests and, Father Karras is look is in the audience. I have written down Damien Damien Karras, just a great name, right? Yep. Then you get the iconic score. Tubular bells. But they show Father Karras in the audience, like watching the movie being played, and he seemed to be very excited yeah, about being there. Yeah, he was yeah. very he was tickled. He's an everyman as much as a, you know what I mean, as much as a priest can be. So Chris gets home, invitation to the White House. Yeah, it's like, oh, no big deal. More, more Reagan. She wants a horse. They wrestle. You, can, you know, they have a pretty cool relationship. She's got her, like, help, assistant, I guess, who also watches Reagan. Yep, yep. Her, the babysitter or wherever, wherever she is. And then uh, you see Father Karras on the, on the subway. Oh, this is when and you see the old, the old guy says, "Can you help an old altar boy?" Which Can you help is, an old altar boy? Yeah, help an old altar boy, father. Great voice. His mother lives in this terrible, you know, little apartment. Goes to visit her, wraps her but leg. It's her home, and she's not. Uh, she's not leaving. You know, she's right. very like this. This whole thing with the mother, I was like, "What is the connection?" But it's not. There's not a connection. It's just seeing him but, having to go through but, something but that can be used against him later. But yeah. Reagan's mom, when she was walking home after the movie, she saw Father Karras with the other priest talking. Yes, that's right. Seemed, what were they saying? I didn't pick up on what they were saying. I think the he was um, giving like some like guidance to this guy who was wondering if he lost his faith. I think that's what was happening. Like a priest was saying, it was like a younger well, priest, that, and he was. That happens later, right? I I did I did skip over. I it says oh. Chris C. Karras. Are you going to call her Reagan's mom? give me a break i killed something tonight okay i'm Again. still coming off that fucking high i'm shaking too i won't <laughs> get it so uh you see the pictures of father Karras boxing you know his boxing pictures smokes a bot you know like i said he's like a fallible every man he's just such a likable character so that, that this is the the next scene is with the ouija board Captain Howdy, and which is kind of like it must be Pazuzu, just kind of personification. Right. Yep. Wow. right. This is her Tony. Captain. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. No. So, all right. Talks and we see the Reagan. first like, is that when they they use it and we see the thing jump? Like that's definitely there's something mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. But they don't. And they where did this come from? Oh, it was just here. Uh, then. They're talking about Reagan's dad, and he asked, she asked if Bert's her boyfriend, Burke. That's the director of the, right? The director guy? That is the, yeah, the raging alcoholic. Yes. I don't know if Dave's read the book. I'm sure he has. 
at some point. I don't know. But, why. Uh, I guess the book's a little different. Burke's a little shady, shadier. You know, diff, di different questions as to why he's in Reagan's room, which we'll get to. You know, that was, yeah. I was wondering about that. Is it, why, is, was, this a, was this a book first? Yes. Really? As I said so early on. It. it was a very famous book. So you didn't By read the, that? The guy who wrote it? the did you read it? Yes. Please? William Peter Bellatti. Wow. Yes. He wrote the movie and then the screenplay. Yes. Folks, I read a book in between. Now he's shoveling cheese in it. String cheese. And yeah. No, no, he's stress good. eating. <laughs> I guess so. Bourbon and cheese. He's pounding it. Where's the grapes? I wish this <laughs> All right. So, oh, so this is Father Karras is with the other priest and he's, he feels guilty about his mother. He, he okay. Was, so he yep. wants out of his job, right? He's having, you know, crisis of faith. Wants out of his job, says he's not good. Other guys tell him how great he is. Then the next scene, Chris is yelling at the father. The father, you know, we, you see what a dirtbag he is. Because he's so not coming for scene. her birthday. Yes, it's only her birthday. Uh, so Reagan wakes up. Oh, she wakes up. Reagan's in her bed. Says her bed was shaking. She hears the, you hear the noise again. This is, it's, Chris goes and watch, goes to look and Carl scares her, right? Yep. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. So, all that cheese. So, so the, this is, they cut to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so this is like our, the first thought that something is happening. The bed yes. shake, you know, that's. You heard noises before, but you're like, mm -hmm. Okay, uh -huh. the fucking bed is shaking, guys, right? What yep. the fuck? If you're yeah. a parent and you're going to your bed in your kid's bedroom and the bed is shaking, well, what do you what fucking do? The first time though, when she's just saying it, and the house think, was settling. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, this house. Or really she's just to imagining it. She had a bad dream. That's all. If you heard your kid say the bed was shaking, you wouldn't automatically go in there with holy water. You probably think the kid had a bad dream. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You haven't. She hadn't seen the bed yeah. shaking yet. Right, right, right. That's when it okay. it's her. I'm sorry, guys. I, ju I jumped ahead because I'm really fucking nervous right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he, he, yeah, he ran over a deer. Rapid pace. He hit a deer and then he backed over it to make sure he finished. It was a, it was a rough night. Brutal, brutal. Uncalled for. So the next scene, you see the priest, um, one of the uh, priests brings the flowers in and they see the, the statue. Is it a Virgin Mary? Is the Virgin Mary? Yes. Yes. Filed. Okay. What, what is what all did, of any of that? Okay. Exactly. What did that scene have to do with anything? I don't know. Did Pazuzu somehow defile the... Is it... Yeah, did someone... Pazuzu possess someone else? Like, I don't it's a know. It's good question. I, I a little even strange. Think. Yeah. It is, it a little is strange. strange, guys. Mm -hmm. So, uh, next scene, Reagan's having tests done, and this is where you see the Pazuzu flashes, like she can see it. Like, boom, boom. Okay. This is why this is the one thing where I was like, what the hell? Why is she having tests done? They don't like we didn't see anything yeah. happen. We didn't there's see a, anything. I think there's a couple of editing things where uh unless was it in the anything because at least in the theatrical version, she said the bed is shaking, and then next thing you know, was she going in for the for the spinal tap or for the flute, like the thing which was gross? I think, like, it, I think some of it was unsaid, like she's been acting a little off, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's like, acting, acting like weird he, with, yeah. She peed on a cup. Yes, the, but uh, that didn't happen. Not yet. Not yet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. She goes to the doctors first. 
Doctor meets with Chris. He tells her she's depressed. He puts her on Ritalin. See, okay, that did not happen in my version. Really? Later on, they mentioned Ritalin, and that was the first time. So in this, in the theatrical version, okay, that's why it seems a little weird to me because I don't, I didn't have this. Well, thing. this is, and this is when the doctor's like, "Well, she let loose with some swears, you know, with some language," and she's like, "What did she say?" This was oh. like, and he's like, "Uh, you know." That's so much better because that gives you kind of a, a stepping stone. Yeah, oh. exactly. Because he's like, all right, what did she say? Keep your fingers away from my GD. He, 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 he can't say, he can't say goddamn, but he can say kunt. Uh, so Mrs. Karras is in the hospital. Father Karras and her brother's there. She's going crazy. Yeah, yeah that was scary. Just kind of, uh, it was just an unsettling, spooky. It really was. Scene. The uncle's like, I can't pay for a private hospital. I guess they they keep flashing flashing back and forth. Doctor Carrot, yeah. Doctor Carrot, her, Father her brother, her brother, her brother was a callous bastard. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, less about him. He was like, yeah, if you were, a, if you became a rich psychiatrist instead of a priest, she'd have a better, yeah. you know, she'd be better off. Well, we know, right? Well, we know he became a priest first, which he tells Chris later. Yeah. Uh, so this is when she's having a party with all her movie friends, and the director Burke gets in a fight with Carl, calls him a Nazi. One that. You, is Kyle a Nazi? We don't know. It's, you know. He's, he was pretty. pretty uh, shook. He went right for the throat. Yep. So that guy's, this, that, guy, that guy's a little bastard. The director? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe Kyle was a Nazi. Who knows? What are you eating now? Is that a Pop-Tart? <laughs> we got to give the play-by-play. Uh, pizza. He calls Sorry. the guy a Nazi. So this is when Chris suddenly comes out. So the, did you see the astronaut? There's an astronaut. I didn't right. even know. I had to watch it a couple of times. She comes down and says, you're going to die up there. And then pees on the rug. And it's Definitely. Like, it's, it's always like uncomfortable to watch. Which is unsettling. It's it really just, there's a lot of things that just get you kind of off kilter, ready yeah. for like, you know, all hell to break loose. Yeah, just to get you unsettled, like, like Dave said. And uh you know, you could tell Chris is so embarrassed. It's like, so then you hear her screaming. Head is bouncing. They flash to next scene. Father Karras is getting a drink with uh, the, the priest at the end. I forget his name. Getting shit faced. Again, you, you, you see his fallibility. He gets drunk, you see me, he has dreams about his mother. Yep. He's running to her and stuff like that. Guy puts him to bed. So Reagan is back at the doctor's, calls him a fucking bastard. <laughs> She's getting worried, Chris is getting worried. And this is when the doctor's like, I think it's the temporal lobe. I think there's an issue with the yep. brain. Well, it's a symptom the type of disturbance in the chemical electrical activity of the brain. In case of your daughter in the temporal lobe, it's up here in the lateral part of the brain. Mm -hmm. It's rare, but it does cause bizarre hallucinations, and usually just before a convulsion. A convulsion? The shaking of the bed. That's doubtless due to muscular spasms. Oh, no, 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 that was no spasm. Look, I got on the bed. The whole bed was thumping and rising off the floor and shaking the whole thing. With me on it. 
Mrs. McNeil, the problem with your daughter is not her bed. It's her brain. Her personality completely changed. More tests, they give her the needle, they put it in their neck. Oh, that was... And these, that was... That was unsettling too. Yeah, like the, the whole, the and they make the the machines is so loud. You know what oh I mean? Oh my like, god! A lot of the sound is uncomfortable. Editing. Like how yeah. they all the shit you had to go through in, just in the seventies to get that picture that you know yep. I'm sure is much easier to do now. Yeah, exactly. And then they, but so I hadn't seen it in so long. I'm like, uh oh, what's going to happen here? Yeah, I just think something's going to happen during the test right. where she's going to insult somebody or. Who knows? Do something. So they take an EKG. They look at the X-ray. Doctor gets called to the house. This is when she's bouncing up and down, you know, in the bed. And then, you know. When the throat bulbs, you know, bulges out and her eyes roll back, that's the first like, yeah. oh, holy the, the shit! Special effects really great for 1973. I got so, and Chris is going nuts, and they have to drug her, to sedate her, and he's like, oh, I still think it's her temporal lobe, right? <laughs> and the mother's like, Chris is like, she's acting like she's out of her mind. So they take her for more tests. This is spinal test, spinal tap. They do doctor's frustrated he, he, they really don't know he's like i'm gonna have to send her to a psychiatrist is this when we have the group of doctors or is this before that's coming up that's okay. coming up oh yeah, i see he yells at him i think they flash a lot back and forth so chris is home this is when she's the lights are going off and on and she's this is that picture i sent of pazuzu quickly his face flashes yep. i guess such a creepy looking face they go up to her she, she goes up to her room the windows open it's freezing uh oh yeah this is the scene which they didn't show where burke was babysitting right so she, all of a sudden she's wondering why no one's there and the right. window's open and the babysitter comes home she's like i had to go get thorazine i had to have burke but again like i said it, it said in the book why why was burke in her, and they even mentioned why was burke in her room so they were like a little bit of a pedophile possibility that's what i was wondering yeah he seems like such, he seemed like such a nice guy yeah. So this is when she's talking to the, talking to the babysitter, or, you know, the housekeeper, whoever else she is. And this is when she does the backwards crawl down the stairs. Yeah. See, we didn't. Yeah. Damn it. That's we not did. in the original I version. See, it's I not. Yeah. No, nope, that was no, never no, in the original version. It was not until. But it was like an iconic thing. The, with, with it is the famous back. spider walk, the spider crawl, whatever they yeah. call it. She has blood pouring out of her yep. mouth. Oh my god. It's Definitely was in the. It was in the quote unquote version you've never seen before. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was creepy. Did you see that, Dave? I've seen it, yes, multiple times, but not on the director's cut. It wasn't on that one. Well, it, 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 it's in the director's cut. So it's yeah, I don't not. think, yeah, I think you oh, watched the original, Dave. And then I must yeah. watch the original yeah. then. I watched, I've watched both, 
because I've seen her. Do the yeah, spider me too. Just, I've only seen it on like YouTube. Is, I've never seen. Which is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't keep it in. Oh my god! I know. Terrifying. It's like I missed. I actually missed that scene. I watched. I watched the director's cut like three times now. Check it out. It's after. terrible. Yeah, well. So next scene, there's a psychiatrist. Are you comfortable, Reagan? Yes. How old are you? Twelve. Is there someone inside you? Sometimes. Who is it? I don't know. Is it Captain Howdy? I don't know. If I ask him to tell me, will you let him answer? No. Why not? I'm afraid. If he talks to me, I think he'll leave you. Do you want him to leave you? Yes. I'm speaking to the person inside of Reagan now. If you are there, you too are hypnotized. I must answer all my questions. Come forward and answer me now. Are you the person inside of Reagan? Who are you? And then uh, she grabs him by the dick. Does. Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. And then you I see... can't. Believe... Hold on. I can't. Now I'm like, I can't believe I let my nine-year-old daughter watch. Oh, now it. you can't believe it. There's <laughs> even worse stuff later. Yeah, but I don't she know grabs... if we made it through the whole thing. I don't she even think we made him it. Him and, and then lifts... I definitely, I definitely did not make the father of the year no. that year. No, definitely not. Or any subsequent years, actually. <laughs> so yeah, they have the cool camera shot of of him being lowered. You know of him going to the ground and yeah yeah so it's pretty creepy and uh so they pull her off she's screaming it's just so father Karras is running around the track this is when the the cop is watching him yes this cop. is when the cop is ready to interview well wants to talk to him because yeah. they think uh, right this is because he's a he has history with the occult and stuff like that. Right. Okay. I, connections to the family too. Right. So connections right. to, I thought it was connections to priests, like, and because he's a psychiatrist, has anyone come to you talking about these compulsions? Yes. Or Looking, yeah. Right. If yeah. one of his patients could do such a thing. Exactly. Cause he, he introduces himself. He t tells him about the director dying, asks him if he knows in the occult and he, he, he wrote a paper on it. That's what, right. so he knew that's why he's really seeing him. He's, uh, uh, and he tells him the body was, you know, the guy's head was turned completely yeah. around, unlikely from the fall, something about black magic, you know, a desecration of a church. He thinks they're related. So he th he's just basically right. Thinks he could be one of his, somebody that went to him. Exactly. Detective Kinderman, that's who he is, Lee Jacob. And then he asked him about going to the movies, right? Right. Yeah. Be a little Which I, I, I love his character. Awesome. He's a great character. He is. He's like likable. He's like... Especially when he 
asked for an autograph in a little bit. It was kind of funny. That was awesome. Yeah. That whole scene was awesome. The cat and mouse conversation between the two of them. Right. And oh, and then he right. And then he gets mad at him because he actually looked like Salminio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh all right. So this is when it, this is when it shows Chris going to a group of doctors and he freaks out one of the doctors said there's an outside chance this is when he's when she freaks out she's like you know yelling at him she says and then they're like there's an outside chance you know and he finally says have you ever heard of an exorcism because and i liked his explanation of you know for someone who psychologically may think they're possessed right they psychologically the the exorcism science side of it they do not believe in this as an actual thing he says it 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 it's a power of suggestion. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, people who think they're possessed, the exorcism actually helps. So he's like, you know, that that might be that might be an idea. They think it's not real, and the power of suggestion right causes them to be cured. So they take Reagan home. His call carries her up. Kinderman's looking at the stairs. Those those are real stairs. You know, the famous stairs that Burke fell down and will come into play. Now, where, where are those stairs located? Is it, is it Georgetown? Philadelphia? In Georgetown. Georgetown. Yeah. It is Georgetown? D.C., yeah. Why, why did I think it was Philadelphia? Because you want Rocky to run up those steps. Because you confuse Karis with, with, with Sly. Both boxers. Balboa. So he goes, he, he has two turtles named <laughs> Cup and Link. <laughs> I think it's just a coincidence. So, oh, so, all right. Chris comes home, asks Kyle if he put the crucifix in her bedroom, right? This yes. is the crucifix, right? Which, unfortunately, is there. Really would have been better if that crucifix wasn't there. Why? It doesn't sound like they would have this in their house. Yes, they definitely wouldn't. So I even looked up, I'm like, who put the crucifix in the house? And it says, Probably the book suggests it was Carl and he just lied about it. Okay. I was like, he crosses himself later. Yeah. So uh, the crucifix was under the pillow. So Detective Kinderman arrives. Great scene. Asks her over coffee about the, you know, uh, Burke. Says, I get pushed out a window, you know, powerful man. And he's basically saying, you know, your daughter was in that room, but he's not right, saying, right. you know, he's like, well, yeah. I mean, it would take a very powerful man. Yes. But I don't, I don't love the whole, I guess you need to have it, you know, like it's got to be some question. And he's a great character. I just, I don't, not a huge fan of the whole, he's keeping an eye on, she's the, who's the real murderer. But so this is when uh, he's like, yeah, he thinks he was killed by a powerful man, pushed out a window. He's about to leave. She offers coffee. And this is when, uh, oh, this is when he asked for an, uh, an autograph. Autograph. Yeah. For his daughter, but then. Pretty yeah. cool. It says for his daughter. And then he's like, I lied. And he's like, I've seen the movie six times. Now, what, what kind of weirdo would see a movie six times, Dave? Well, uh, I think we've seen a movie us. six times. Six times, a month. six times a day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, holiday season's coming up. So, uh, was it? Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Time out. I think I've, I've already watched It's a Wonderful Life at least six times in the last two weeks. Have you really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have a yeah. feeling you'll be watching it tonight to relax. 
<laughs> yeah. I just, it's almost like this should be a reunion of, of some kind. Hey. So hey, I have an idea for the name. This is, I have, this is the most horrifying scene, right? This scene, I this hope is... you don't make it to this part. I hope, I hope you didn't show your nine-year-old daughter this part. So Chris goes up and the window's open and she hears noises, right, in the room. She goes up and... has the crucifix you know jabbing into <laughs> her vagina this one yeah people are yes that i mean that's really one everywhere best way you can very symbolic okay. you know of 1973 guys right situation 1973 yeah they and said like, and i read that the book was even more graphic i bet i gotta read that again not to sound like a sicko <laughs> okay but but this is not in today's day and age where everything right. is like so graphic. This is 1973, and she's jabbing a crucifix in exactly. her vagina right. and saying, fuck me. She well, she's right? actually saying, let Jesus fuck fuck you. Yeah. And then she's Oof. and then and then to top it insane. all off, I, I, she, insane. she grabs her mother's head. Well, it's it's Pazuzu. Grabs her mother's head, puts it down there and says, you know, lick me. Yes. Oh, I did not remember that. So so this movie, you know, The Shining was almost impossible. This movie really, it, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to touch yeah. it. So blood everywhere, especially when, you know, people in are, are in the room. Okay. This is definitely the scariest movie of our time by far. Well, that's horrifying. Yeah. I, again, I, it is like if this if I wake up in the middle of the night and this movie's on and it's dark in my room, I'm shutting that off and switching it still. Right. So See, I made sure to watch it in the dark last night. Yes. Absolutely. I, I get it, but it's fucking sh scary as shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she, so then she punches Chris, right? And she's on the ground. This is when uh the chair slides over. Yeah, and then the ottoman or whatever it is, the dresser. Yeah. <laughs> So both so both uh, Linda Blair and Ellen Burstyn got injured during the movie. Like seriously, I guess oh, freaking, he was brutal, like rough to them. Well, I'm going to tell you specifically what happened before the end scene. But yeah, he I, I guess he was such an asshole. But they both got injured. But yes, yeah, so she's on the ground, and the head spins, not 360, just 180. Just kind of. Which, and is, is this, which really is, is, is uh, like just creepy and awesome. Like, is this when she said, did she already say, did you know what your cunting daughter did? Uh, that, do you know that, what your yes, cunting yes, daughter exactly. did? Do you know what she did? Yeah. And was that Bert's voice? Wait a minute. Your cunting daughter, that's the name of my fantasy football <laughs> team. <laughs> was that Bert's voice? Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Because it was definitely a British 
that time. Oh, yes. Right. right. You did get the British. Uh, maybe that was Brick. I think it had to be because we know what she did. Yep. So Father Karras meets with her. She's all beat up, obviously. Uh, she's like, how did a shrink get to become a priest? And she's like, it's the other way around. You're a friend of Father Dyer's, right? Yes, I am. Pretty close? Pretty close. Did he talk to you about my party? He sure did. Well, about my daughter? No, I didn't know you had one. He didn't mention her? No. Oh. Didn't tell you what she did? He didn't mention her. Priests are pretty tight-mouthed then, huh? That depends. On what? The priest. Sure. I mean, what if a person uh, came to, you know, that was a murderer or criminal of some kind, and they, and they wanted some kind of help? I mean, would you have to turn him in? Well, if he came to me for spiritual advice, I'd say no. You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Huh. But I would try to convince him to turn himself in. Uh-huh. And uh, how do you go about getting an exorcism? Beg your pardon? If, um, if a person's, you know, possessed by a demon or something, how do they, how do they get an exorcism? Well, the first thing, I'd have to get him into a time machine and get him back to the 16th century. I didn't get you. Well, it just doesn't happen anymore, Miss McNeil. Oh, yes? Since when? Well, since we learned about mental illness, paranoia, schizophrenia, all those things they taught me at Harvard. Miss McNeil, since the day I joined the Jesuits, I've never met one priest who has performed an exorcism, not one. Yeah, well... <clears throat> It just so happens that somebody very close to me is, is probably possessed and needs an exorcist. Father Karras is my little girl. And that's all the more reason to forget about exorcism. Why? I don't understand. To begin with, it could make things worse. Oh, how? Secondly, the church, before it approves an exorcism, conducts an investigation to see if it's warranted. That takes time. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, it, your daughter... You could do it yourself, No, I you? couldn't. I need church approval, and that's rarely given. But... Uh, could you see her? Yes, I could. I could see her as a psychiatrist, but I can't oh, see her. Oh, not a psychiatrist. She needs a priest. She's already seen every fucking psychiatrist in the world, and they sent me to you. Now you're going to send me back to them? Jesus Christ, won't somebody help me? No, you don't me? see, you don't understand oh, your daughter. God, can't you help her? Just help her. Karis and, and Chris, she's like questioning him and he's finally, he's, she's like, um, he, he's saying she should go to, a, to, to go away for a few weeks, right? To Is this when they they met on the bridge? Uh, they meet on the bridge, I forget. Yes. When I, she's I like, yeah. And then she suddenly says, how, how do you go about getting an exorcism? Right. Right. And he's like, what? So he's trying to convince her, I've never met a priest that's done an exorcism. You know what I mean? Right. He's head. like, this is not, it's like, just doesn't not happen. something that's done. I got to take a time machine, right? Right. I like that he's like, you know, it's when, you know, people started knowing about mental health and these things that in the right. past would have been kind of, you know, considered, oh, we need an exorcism for this possession. 
Right. Well, he'll he'll. Well, fa- Father Father Karras is more like ahead of his time. He's not. He's a, a traditional. He's a man of science yeah. and faith. Right. Yeah. So, or his, but his faith is waning. But he obviously doesn't think this is. You know, she's possessed or anything right. ridiculous. So he meets her. She's tied up. Got that creepy make makeup and green slime. That's that's some good makeup. Hello, Reagan. I'm a friend of your mother's. I'd like to help you. You want to loosen the straps? I'm afraid you might hurt yourself, Reagan. I'm not Reagan. I see. Well, then, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. And I'm the devil. Now, kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar a display of power, Karras. Where's Reagan? In here with us. Show me Reagan, and I'll loosen one of the straps. Can you help an old altar boy, Father? Your mother's in here with us, Karras. Would you like to leave a message? I see that she gets it. If that's true, then you must know my mother's maiden name. What is it? What is it? and that's when we get the 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 pea soup in the face and i read that it was supposed to go on his shirt yes yes and that was a misfire no no it wasn't supposed to oh freaking an asshole he just told him it was gonna yeah he told him it was gonna go on his chest so that's a real reaction right well it worked so then he's, he's getting his clothes washed and looking at her pictures and the picture was a was a lion with wings mm-hmm. or a dog with wings. And I read that that is one of the... That is Pazuzu. Yeah, right? that is like another kind of embodiment of Pazuzu. Yep, exactly. And then he's like... I, I want to meet this I want to meet this Pazuzu. <laughs> no, you don't. Pazuzu also can be seen as a deer, David. So maybe you did. I think you met, you met Pazuzu. One antler deer. It, it fucking killed my car, that fucker. But go ahead, keep going. Yeah, he's he's turned a corner on that. Yeah. Felt really bad before. So he's like, church, <laughs> the church proof, the church needs proof, like her speaking a different language. She doesn't know. And she's like, it's not my daughter. She's, she's like a different person. And she's like freaking out. He's like, then finally he's, he doesn't tell Chris why. He's like, does does she know? Does Reagan know my my mother died? She's like, no, she doesn't know me. He doesn't, he's like, doesn't tell her. So and he just turns around and leaves. He doesn't even explain it. I hate he when they go, this, like, uh, it's not important. I'm like, it is important. I think he was, like, still playing it close to that, like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But So then the cop, the detective sees Karis leaving the apartment. This is when he's listening to her voice, you know, on tapes. So, th- again, this wasn't in the uh, original cut. Oh right. We that only see we see him later with the other guy when they when he realizes it's you know how to fix that it is that it is English they're speaking. Mm-hmm. But we don't see the original where he's listening to it. Did I already mention Karis's mother died 
did we argue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was a weird one because she died at home. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. Didn't make so, sense, right? I think they would just made it made no sense. I was gonna actually bring that up in this in this fucking conference tonight, but like, like she was in the hospital. Was she not in the hospital? Yeah, I think and it was then, almost like they filmed the scene and they changed. They did they cover up in. something? Like yeah, they, they. I thought he was lying, saying he didn't want to say that she was in the hospital, so he said she was at home. That's I didn't. Yeah, know. it was weird. Very weird. Okay, so I was I wasn't alone on that then. Nope. So uh, okay, just listening to tapes of her voice. Let's say oh, so he goes back and sees sees Reagan, right? And Kazuzu says in such a creepy voice, excellent day for an exorcism. And he's like, you're, oh, you're all right. You're talking in Latin. They're going back and forth, talking in Latin, and I think French, right? What an excellent day for an exorcism. You'd like that? Intensely. But wouldn't that drive you out of Reagan? It would bring us together. You and Reagan. You and us. Did you do that? Uh, do it again. In time. No, no. In time. Mirabile dictu, don't you agree? You speak Latin. Ego te absolvo. Quad nomen mihi est. Bonjour. Quad nomen mihi est. La plume de ma tante. How long are you planning to stay in Reagan? Until she rots and lies stinking in the earth. What's that? Holy water. You keep it away. So I don't even understand this either. Why he so he throws water on her, on him? He thinks it's holy, like saying it's holy water. And so, bluffing, is there right? some? He, he's he is bluffing because later he says it's tap water, but could it be something where? I don't know if you think it's holy water. It is holy water for the demon. Yeah. The demon believes like, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. trying to call the fucking demons bluff? But the demon believes you're not it, a so. demon. I mean, I maybe, don't want to get so maybe it's not the done. whole the quote unquote blessing of the water that makes it holy. Maybe it's the belief of it. I don't know. I don't want to get religious on this pond, but isn't holy water is kind of ridiculous, anyways? Right? <laughs> I could just throw a bourbon on him and say it was holy water. Um, so oh, and then he's like, How long are you gonna be in Reagan until she rots, you know, and lies sitting in, in the earth, right? Oh, this so you see him and then you see him walk downstairs. It's funny, they show him like descending now did you write down i forgot to mention the the voice the uncredited at the time voice of reagan the pazuzu i, I didn't know it was like an old-time actress who chain smoked and drank it was raspberry Friedkin had her drinking and like eating raw eggs and, and then she had a sue to get credit later on oh i didn't i didn't see that so they actually happened. tied her down down too Oh, they tied her? Really? What? Said, Let's tie her down. Let's tie you down. She was into it. She was like, oh, okay. Like tie her, tie her down to just get into the... The actual character, yeah. The atmosphere, right? The character. So 
And then, so Karis is telling Chris, Chris about the water, said it wasn't really holy water. And then she, this is when she's like, he killed Burke, you know. That's when she's like convinced Bert, of it. Bert Thomas. So he's listening to the tapes and he's like, this is, I don't know what language the guy's like, this is English in reverse. I am no one. I am no one. He is a priest. Marin. So he gets a call, rushes over the housekeeper's like, uh, you know, I don't, is this, it? I think this is in the every, every version, right? She's like, Chris doesn't know. I don't want to yes, show yes. it. He shows her her stomach and it says, help me. The music is so freaky, right? So, so great. So, you know, she's in there. So, so Karis is like, this, this really needs an exorcist. <laughs> yeah. I believe exorcist. now I believe her. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, right. Goes to the church that he's, you know, needs an Did, exorcist and they're like, eh, you know. We didn't mention though, when he was back, was this back in his apartment already listening to the tape? Did we skip over yes. that? Yeah, and the the voice says Marin, Marin, like it's afraid. Stay oh, yeah. Marin, yeah, yeah. So that's the I first time that. kind of hear that. So uh, we know that I love Marin. the time in the past. Jesus Christ, Are you eating a cake now? No, <laughs> you've, you've you've had like four thousand calories since the show started. He's eating a cupcake. Yeah. This is this, no, this is going to transition into a food podcast. <laughs> I don't know how you could eat with some of these lines in the that, description of this movie. It looks like pea soup, the green. So they they caught they're talking about uh, the I guess it's the bishop talking to the priest that was talking to Karis. He's like, you know, we really can't. He can't. Karis can't do the exorcism. And the guy's like, well, he should be present. And they're like, who should we, who should we have do it? He's like, Lancaster Marin. He says, Karis can be present. And like, I was expecting for some shiftiness or shadiness with the church, but it was all pretty, you know, like, yeah. we got to do this. The pro church movie. Yeah. So cut, they cut to Marin. The guy gives him the paper. I guess it's like, huh? He's like also writing he, a book. I, I love the fact that it's, it could have been called like Pazuzu or the demon or about the possession of the, the possession, possession yeah. of Reagan or something. No, it's the exorcist. And this is about, like I said, the titular character, Marin, Lancaster Marin is the exorcist. So this is great. Like you said, the, the bribes in a cab in the fog. You the, see that shot. the shot that has been copied so many times. It's great. He's a great character. He introduces himself to Karis, tells him what he needs very yeah, calmly. Where Karis is kind of doubting and well, well yeah, he, no, that's right. By purpose. Marin Karis is, is well, direct. Well, Marin Marin did an exorcism before that almost killed him. Right, right? in Africa to a boy, and they yeah. what you would assume is was probably Pazuzu. So so he's completely inept. He understands what's going on. He understands what you know needs to be done. And Karis, inept. inept, yeah, not, not inept. inept. 
He's no, the opposite. Uh, uh, uh. He is, yeah, that's he's the opposite of a nap. What did that cupcake have in it? So, yes. So, this is the last that Mike was talking about the last 30 minutes of, he, as he chugged some, some bourbon to wash down that cupcake. I'm jealous. So, this is the last 30 minutes or so of the movie, and it's great, right? As soon as Marin yes. shows up, and the, so he's telling him what he needs. He's praying with the with the rosary. She offers him brandy. And I love when um, Karis so says, like, you know, there could be multiple voices in there. He's like, there's only yes. one. Like He, he said, knows. there's only one. And that he goes, do you want me to I tell her? It. Yeah. And he says, do you want me to tell, it, tell you about her, about what's going on? And he's like, nope. He doesn't need Perfect. to know any of that stuff. Putting on their robes. He says, don't talk to the demon. Especially important is the warning to avoid conversations with the demon. We may ask what is relevant, but anything beyond that is dangerous. He's a liar. The demon is a liar. He will like to confuse us. But he will also mix lies with the truth to attack us. The attack is psychological, Damien. And powerful. So don't listen. Remember that. Do not listen. I think it might be helpful if I gave you some background on the different personalities Reagan has manifested. So far, I'd say there seem to be three. She's convinced that there's only one. And then it's pretty cool how they're describing it, and it shows a zoom. You know, the camera zooms in on Chris's face, and then you see it zoom in on the on the door. Scary ass. Am, am I right that Max von Sydow was forty-two or something around that age? He was yes, not something they, crazy. They, they made him old. He was, he was playing seven. very young. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why, because they didn't. He was he just, age. He just recently died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was awesome. So, yeah. So he's the man. He says, "There's only one." I love how he asks Reagan's middle name too. He asked. Chris, I remember that. He yeah, asked it might not Reagan. have been. Oh, maybe it was. His, I think it was I think another it was one awesome that I read. Because, because he can't, he puts he asks Chris. Reagan's middle name, I think it's Teresa. And he said, all he says is, what a lovely name. And he like puts her at ease, everything. And he, and he actually uses it in the room. But it's like, it just, he's like, you, you just love the you, guy. He's just calmness, so you, relaxed. Calmness. You, watched a, you watched a different version than we did recently, Chris. Yes, Dave. We, yeah, we've we been established that. that two hours ago. We've been through that. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm going to keep this going. So, so he said, it's a lovely name. Puts her at ease. I have written down Father Marin is the balls. So they go into a room. This is take out the holy water. Uh, Chris, I mean, Chris, uh, Reagan, I should say, Pazuzu says to Marin, he's, you know, he, nothing phases him. Immediately says, stick your cop, cock up her ass, you worthless cocksucker. Such, <laughs> such poetry and he's like be silent he yells he's not his first rodeo and they said Reasonable when in care. the room like when linda blair like said those lines so perfectly like the guys were taken back well, <laughs> they originally had linda blair say the say right the, like she's saying them there they just double over right. later but i mean she had but they originally right they were okay. we'll, we'll get a maybe like, all right 
time out real quick. Like, imagine Linda Blair, a young teenager saying these words. Yeah. yeah. What and the then imagine, fuck? Then imagine a father taking his, showing his nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> so, all right. So, Reagan spits the green pea soup in his face. He's he just not keeps fading. on rolling, yeah. Karis is already a little thrown off. And this is where you get the line, you have mother suck cucks in hell. Karis is like, he's like, what's going on? The bed shaking. So they're reading the exorcism prayers. Bed rises. Awesome shot of the bed rising. He's and like, Karis like, won't. Karis is thrown is off. He's jolly. like, you get to finish. Right. He's like, Father Karis. Yeah. Like, snap out of it. Which, you like, can't blame Karis, but like, yeah. I mean, He's like the response, please, Damien. And then you see the green, the green, everything. What, what's with the green pea soup? I don't know what, why, why that was necessary. Oozing from. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that stands up today. The green pea soup. Yeah, it's a little. It's pretty. It looks pretty good. Shooting out yeah. of your mouth, like. Huh? Or, and even with all the freakiness, he's Marin so calm. He touches her head, does the sign of the cross on her yep. head, like he's completely. He's the man, as you said. He is, he, okay, the so he's not feeling great, though. He's not feeling great already. Yeah. You, know, you can tell physically. I cast you out. You see the ceiling breaking. The room is shaking. The head is the head. Oh, the head spin is it, Karis is staring. Um, makes another comment about his mother. Yep. Rips from the bond. And, and that's when she, she levitates. That's the famous levitation. Famous shot. And then this is when they do the power of Christ compels you, you know, they yell out a bunch of times. Classic. It's the power. But it's great. Holy water. It's the power of Christ that compels you. The power of Christ compels me. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. And, uh, the and then you see a lower. Karis ties her hands back. She now, she I think I saw a string. That's the one part where I was like, I I might have saw a thin black screen. Everything else I thought was so well done as far as there's no CGI. CGI. Everything's happening right there. You think of the special effects? Yeah. I didn't even notice it. I saw saw no string. You're you're more. Well, maybe it was was just like a crease in the, in the, the wall behind it. I don't know. So she comes back down. She hits, she hits Father Karis. And the whole room's shaking. And this is the great shot of, it doesn't even look like her. You see her silhouette. Well, that's shadow. the thing. She's she's bound by the wrist because Karis ties her back up. You see that great shot, that unreal shot of just like like an animal. Yeah, exactly. Right. In the background. And then it cuts yeah. back and she's that bound one. again. So I don't know if that was That was a great shot. A well, then you're right because you see the statue of Pazuzu. Right. You see, like, is he seeing things or it's like, it's... He's just like traumatized. He put a blanket on her. So the Pazuzu travel from Iraq to Well, he's a demon, so he could travel. He doesn't have to he tra- yeah. He traveled he traveled with the priest all the way from there to Georgetown. Now he was already he was there. He jumped in his bag. He took yeah. a flight. <laughs> well, I was saying, like, we, we all thought, like, where does he have to go? Like, he had to go somewhere, right? In the, in the movie? Yes. So, was he taking Pazuzu? Father Marin, he means. Yes, but yes. Marin was not in Georgetown. Right. He was nowhere near no, Ray, Reagan until yes. he needed to get called in. 
That's just an unanswered right, question. We don't know. I'm just, guys, I'm just trying to give like, you know, some conspiracy theories out there. Maybe a little bit of that. Your, no? your eyelids are getting heavy, buddy. So, all right, we're almost done. Let's put a bow on this. So, all right. So, Karis is all shaken up. They put a blanket on her. Father Marin's like, let's rest. Goes in the bathroom, has to take some pills, you know, his, his heart pills. Karis is in the room with, with, that's when he sees, like, his, his looks like his mother. Yep. Yeah. And then he sounds, Damien starts sounding like his mother. And the, uh, this is, this is a great job by Miller, Jason Miller. Yeah. But he's just tortured. He's, you know, he listens to her heartbeat. She's like, he's slowing down, but it's, but he's like, He's like, you're not my mother. He's all flustered. He's just really, he's really shaken. Yelsey, like, like, don't listen to him. Right. Father Karras sees how sh shaken he is. He's like, you know, take her, walks him out, whatever. Father Marion goes there and gets a Bible. He kneels. He just starts saying the Lord's Prayer. And uh, Chris is like, is, is she going to die? Karras is like, no. But this no. is, this is. What? This is like Marin dies off screen. He dies off screen, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of anticlimactic, it but it's like just, I didn't just, remember that even. Yeah, it's such he's such, such a great character, and th well, this is what like so. Father Karras walks up the stairs, and this is like I said, the shot looks like he's ascending to heaven. The way they just show it, you don't really notice until you watch it a lot. And um, and he definitely went to heaven though. He's obviously like so upset. <laughs> He's he so he gets so upset. You see, yeah, he sees the dead, and this is when he just Marin slumped over, and she's she gets that great giggling scene. Like that. Hold on, but, but before she started giggling, she had that look of like just utter confusion, though. Like what's happening? She just, looked, and she then just chilled she started, out. She had like her arms back, <laughs> and then she starts giggling, which was like what the uh, fuck? And enraged and enraged, Karis, because Karis is pounding. You know, trying CPR. How do you? Oh yeah. Yes. And he's like, and then he's just Reagan starts laughing. It's Pazuzu starts laughing, and that yeah. pisses off Karis. Yeah. Punches, he punches her, her times, right? And he's like, you know, take me. You son of a bitch! <laughs> goes into Karis pretty 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 awesome I remember watching this as a team he's fighting it yeah unbelievable oh. and uh right and then he's like almost gonna go after Reagan she pulls off the guys, pendant guys I just saw I just saw a chair move at the table I was sitting at Here? myself it was it was the chair covered with cupcakes is it are you just sliding like, it over to you can you see Dave or what I can't see you yeah, I think it's better that way. I can't, I can't see you guys either anymore. Well, it's uh -oh. all right. Uh, I think you're we, in hell. We didn't want to see your fourth course. Yeah. So this is the only time in the whole movie where I covered my eyes when he's when he, the body's flying out to the to the to the yeah. stairs because I'm like that. Like what? Oh. The rest of it. Are you a giant pussy? 
language, the rest of it, language, you know, the, just, uh, this podcast is for kids. That's the one that, that's the part where, you know, like falling, I don't know, it freaks me out maybe because I, when I broke my arm as a kid, just the thought of it. Yeah. Oh my God. You are such a colossal pussy. Just shut Why up. Why don't you have another drink, dear killer? <laughs> I will. So Karis goes out the window and you see him. It's a very emotional. This is a very emotional scene at the end. Oh, uh, it's very emotional too. with the other priest. The other Love priest was yes. over. So nice. He's so distraught, and he but he asks if he wants to make confession. And he's just talking with his fingers. Leads, yeah, reads him his last rites in Latin. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's sad. It, it's a great scene. You know what I mean? The whole thing, the last thirty minutes. Then, cut to the last scene. This is a little different in the director's cut. They show him wrapping up to leave. Chris is hugs the housekeeper, and this is when you see the other priest checks in. And the Reagan doesn't remember any of them, and she's looking at it as, like I said, Follow. like I said, the Catholic Church looks huge in this movie. Yeah, right? she gives the priest a kiss, like, like you know, I don't know why, but I, you know, I love you. You know, she gives him. She's a kiss. not. It also shows that there's nothing in her anymore, like the fact that she right, can do that. exactly, innocent yeah. little girl, this poor innocent little girl, and so then Chris stops the car and says, "I thought you'd like to keep this. It's Karis's pendant," and in the director's cup, which is what I saw. He gives it back to her. Yeah, and see, the, it ends with us. It ends. Why? 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 Well, it's more upbeat. Yeah. I don't know. Says, I read that it's her, them finding their faith again, like you know, because she wasn't yeah. a religious person. Remember the way the cross comes from, you, cross and you can remember Karis too, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. And then, and then the end. But but Karis doesn't die yeah. though. Whoa! Well, we haven't talked about that yet. Now what? That's the end of The Exorcist. Did you ever see Exorcist 2? I remember it being weird. You know what? I don't even remember seeing any of the other ones, so I refuse to. So I had an Exorcist 3 poster on my wall. It was called William Peter Blatty's Exorcist 3. And, uh, which we saw in the movie. Which we saw. I saw yes. in the movie theater with your, your brother, at least. I don't know if it was I might have been there. It was There were some scary things. And George C. Scott started it. And uh, yes, yes, Jason Miller was back as Father, Father Damien Karras. He didn't die. Then they made. Well, why would he? Right. Why would he? He was possessed. Right, right. And then they made. This was like just the idea of the Exorcist kind of franchise that is still going and not dead. They made a. I can't believe. They made an Exorcist the beginning, and then they didn't like this guy's version. I don't know if it was the Rennie Howland version. Then they gave another director at the same time to do a, 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 um, an Exorcist prequel. So in the same year. There are two Exorcist prequels that came out. It was the like, same year. And this, I, it was right. either the same. It was same year or two years. It was. It was like Dominion. One was Rennie Howland. The other one was, um, and and I think to be honest with you, I think some of them have the same actors. So it might have been like a redoing. Paul Schrader, I think, did one. I'm talking off the top of my top of my head. Yeah, no, uh, he did right. Alexander Skarsgård was it, or Stellan Skarsgård played a young Marin. It was the whole Marin in Africa story yes yes i've seen that then, all right i i, uh, yeah, I haven't I'm, watched any other exorcist i'm gonna tell you about it i'm not done yet but i have to tell you they Dave. did a, they did the exorcist show on fox oh yeah it was good it was well done it was it was good the first season was really Give me a good. chocolate cupcake so <laughs> well mikey's I'm, going through these exorcists. i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil this right now this whole thing so there's this gina family davis. gina davis is the is the mother of the family there's a possession. We cut, about halfway through the series, 
this Gina Davis says, look, this blah, blah, blah is not my real name. My real name is Reagan McNeil. And we find out it's the connection. Captain Howdy. Right, Mike, Mike, I'm, I'm, nope. I'm, I'm not done. Right I'm now. not done because now there are three oh, Exorcist movies in development for Peacock. Ellen Burstyn. Yes, Chris McNeil is going to be back. Yes, she's still alive in her 80s. And it's all going to be done by the people who unfortunately did Halloween Kills, but they did Halloween too. That same guy, they're doing all these, he's directing oh, all these Exorcist movies okay. for Peacock. Can we stick with the original Mikey. and just give... I'm done. I just had to say it. Take a breath. I had to say it. Take a breath. I had to say it. Take a breath. I just had Great to give movie. props to the TV show. Great movie. Horrific movie. Classic movie. I'm glad, I'm glad I suggested it. Because it is a great movie, and I do love this movie. Glad you, I'm glad. I love you, man. It is uh, the perfect and, movie. And, and guys, I drank almost all of this bottle Yikes. tonight in memory in memory of this deer that I know. In memory of, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Buck. Blitzen. Oh, Buck, that's good. Uh, I drank a little bit more of Demon Seed. It was spicy, and um, just like you guys, I'm gonna switch to Demon bourbon next. Seed. But, yeah, let's put a bow on it. Yes. And, so. Um, great movie, great, great movie. It was a great, great horror movie. film. Great, uh, great rewatch. Just a not just the scary part, but just the the movie, the acting, the directing. Everything was well done. Next time, next time on Fine Movies, Fine Spirits. Uh, have we decided? I believe we have. David, yeah. David, what is the next film we're going to be doing? Is, is it in, in regards to Veterans Day, right? Yes. So it would be Saving Private Ryan, right? Yes, very, very. You, you have a way to but, with your words. But I mean. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too far into this, but Saving Private Ryan is a great movie. There's one. Oh, here we go. Why are you talking about this? You did this last time too. Wait till next it's time. It's the most unwatchable scene ever. It's, it fucking kills me. I'm gonna say to both of you, this what is. What are gonna do the podcast? This is your favorite oh. Vin Diesel movie, right? I'm gonna just say it. Vin Diesel's in this. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a more. He's a moron in this movie. He's dumb. He's not as usual. All right. Cut his mic. Self. Cut his mic. Mike. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, now, this episode is up on Halloween. It's the end of spooky season. We did it three movies within this month. Um, and I murdered something tonight. David, I murdered something. A, I'm a murderer. David is a murderer uh, again. I'm not going to talk about the first time. Um, oh, so God, just, help me. Listen, you can find, you can, you can talk to us. You can talk to us. I fucking killed baby's dad. Kill baby's dad. You can find us on Twitter at fine underscore movies. You can find us on Instagram at fine movies, fine spirits. You can email the show at fine movies at fans, not experts.com. Uh, that's it. We did it for, for Christopher Morris and for murderer Dave. I'm Mikey C. Anything uh, else? Any closing remarks? No, no. Okay. All right. See you later, Chris. Say goodbye, David. Goodbye. We talk about great movies while drinking. We talk about great movies while drinking. Yeah, we talk about great movies while drinking. We feel fine. 
Guys, I'm a, I'm a murderer. I'm a, I actually no. killed something tonight. No. <laughs> Christ. You killed your daughter's innocent by watching, by showing her this movie. Fat non-experts. <laughs>